Moments of Assurance is a production of KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift. Very blessed. Good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Glad to be with you today. The program underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. They travel throughout North America and you can uh, call them up, find out more about their trips and tours at 866-944-8687. Uh, should you have a question or a comment, please email me at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org or send me a tweet at Rev Hawk. Well, today, some thoughts about communicating with God. What? <laughs> That's right. Communicating with God. Uh, it's kind of a mind blower when you think about it, because when I think to myself, who am I to be able to communicate with Almighty God? I remember, hey, I'm a sinner, and yet I'm able to talk and speak with the God of the galaxies? Yeah, so can you. St. Paul has written, be happy in your hope, patient in trouble, and keep busy praying. So don't put the kneeler or the prayer rug away. Keep them out. They're going to serve as visual reminders of your special time with God in prayer every day, every hour, and sometimes even every minute. St. Paul exhorted the Christians at Thessalonica, to pray without ceasing. Well, you know, can't always be in the midst of a prayer, but what he meant was your whole attitude toward life is like a prayer. That means you're cognizant of his presence. You're aware that God exists, that he's alive. And you desire to serve the Lord with your whole heart as a result of what he's done through his son. It means that you know he knows your need even before you ask him. Okay, so why ask him? Well, simply because he desires fellowship with you, that's why. And because he wants you to remember whom to thank, that's why. The Apostle Paul wrote these continued words here to the church at Thessalonica. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And then Paul writes, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, it will be without blame because all the blame was placed on Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who calls you, it says here, and he also will bring it to pass. Martin Luther once wrote, He who prays must be like a good industrious barber who has to keep his mind and eyes precisely upon his razor and hair and know whether to cut or trim, lest by too much gabbing or looking about aimlessly, he slashes one's mouth or nose, or worse, his throat. And so every job, he said, if it is to be done well, demands the full attention of one's mind and members. As the saying goes, one who is scatterbrained thinks of nothing and doesn't do anything right. How much more, then, will not the heart demand single-minded concentration 
to produce serious prayer. Single-mindedness. You know, when you think about it, who would want any distractions? Get rid of the cell phone, get rid of the TV. Not rid, but you know what I mean. Put them away. Because you're speaking with the God of the universe anyway. Put them away. G.S. Bowies once wrote, A holy boldness, a chastened familiarity. That's the true spirit of right prayer. And it was said of Martin Luther that when he prayed, it was with as much reverence as if he were praying to an infinite God and with as much familiarity as if he were speaking to his nearest friend. Indeed, you are speaking with the God of the universe. But on the one hand, yes, that's true. On the other hand, in Jesus Christ, since he has suffered and died on the cross for all your personal sins, that definitely makes him your nearest friend. So God of the universe and nearest friend all in one. Considering what he has suffered for you on Calvary, there's no way that he cannot relate to your problems, to your difficulties, challenges, dilemmas, you name it. God already knows about it. In the book of Hebrews, it says, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have an high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's exactly what you get. Grace, strength to help you in time of need. St. Paul once confessed, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have a reminder on my desk. It was uh, shellacked wood, and beautiful pine wood, and then shellacked. And uh, someone took one of those burners and, and burned in the lettering of Philippians 4.13. And then, of course, uh, the famous picture of Christ on the left-hand side with the burning message on the right-hand side. I can do all things through Christ. Constant reminder to me. God's Word. Keep the Scriptures open. Keep the Bible open. It will be a constant reminder of the strength that's available to you at just any moment as you go there to get it. Reminders. I need reminders, you know, all the time. Those sticky notes, you know. Uh, well, speaking of sticky notes, what about working on your computer and all is going well until there's a snafu and you can't proceed? Well, no problem. At the top of the left-hand corner of your page is a reminder. It says at the top, for help, dot, 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 press F1. Press F1. And that reminder stays there all the time. Well, prayer is that precious F1 that you can push at just any time. One author has written, many people have little heart for prayer because they've never spent enough time in fellowship with God and with his word and in seeking his will in prayer to ever get used to it. They are strangers to spiritual things. And that's why prayer is so tough for them. They don't naturally press F1. <laughs> They're kind of like the eight-year-old child of a psychology professor who, when asked why he never did his homework, responded by saying, I've adjusted myself to inferior grades. <laughs> hey, don't adjust yourself today to some sort of an inferior prayer life. Get down on your knees. Get down on your knees, at least in your heart, every minute of each day. 
and say with the centurion in the Gospels, Lord, I don't presume to come to you. I don't even presume to do it. But you know my situation. You know my circumstance. You know my cancer. You know my marital difficulties. You know my relational problems. And I'm coming to you. Not knowing what the future holds. But still knowing that you hold the future. Indeed, Lord, I don't presume to come. But just say the word and your will will be done. I trust you for it. You know better than I do what's best. I don't. I trust you for what I don't know and what I do know as well, remembering the scripture that says, Lord, thou knowest all things. If you really believe that, and I pray you do, then how can you and I approach any day, any other way, than to say, Lord, you know, and I trust you for it. Of course, prayer is no substitute for good sense. One author has written, Though we urge the sick to pray, we are far removed from the view of those who hold that nothing but believing prayer is necessary to effect a cure. When we pray, give us this day our daily bread, we're not such simpletons as to expect that now we may lay our hands into our laps and God will feed us without the use of means. He has indeed, on extraordinary occasions, as in the case of the Israelites in the wilderness, supernaturally provided bread for people, and we know that he could do it again. But he has not promised that he would do it again. And to believe what God has not promised is just as wrong as to not believe what he has promised. That's presumption. That's unbelief. Sober Christians do not trust in prayer alone any more than they trust in the means alone. Indeed, their confidence is in God's blessing on the means. So while God could heal someone from cancer himself with a snap of a finger, no question that he could and he can. Ordinarily, he uses means such as doctors and medicine to accomplish the healing. So in fact, he blesses the means that are used. But sometimes he acts Immediately, take uh, King Hezekiah in the Old Testament in Second Kings chapter 20. It says this, In those days Hezekiah became mortally ill, and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, came to him and said to him, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. And then he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, Remember now, O Lord, I ask you, how I have walked before you in truth and with a whole heart, and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. And it came about before Isaiah had gone out of the middle court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, Return and say to Hezekiah, the leader of my people, Thus says the Lord, the God of your fathers, David, I have heard your prayers. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will heal you. On the third day you shall go up to the house of the Lord, and I will add 15 years to your life. So there's an example of how the Lord can act immediately. He certainly can do it, but he has not promised to do so for you and for me. But the point is clear. You've got a dependable, loving God either way in Jesus Christ. And you can talk to him about anything at any time. You don't have to wait. Jesus himself once said, Come unto me, all you who labor, and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. So don't come with a heavy heart and, and keep that heavy heart. You know, give it to the Lord. Don't hold back. Let the Lord note every concern upon your heart and upon your mind today.
The Apostle Paul once wrote, The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So really, the peace of God acts sort of like a sentry or a guard to keep out all the invading forces of worry and anxiety. So remember, the Lord is at hand. He's handy. He's right there. You can speak with him without delay. And he, through his blessed and holy word, will help you. He will console you. He will keep you going, even in the midst of the most tumultuous situations. One author has written, To be a praying Christian does not simply mean to pray occasionally, but to pray continually. Nobody can live by taking a breath only once in a while. A person cannot read by a light that flickers on and off. A ship cannot sail with only an occasional puff of wind. Of course not. So also a Christian cannot maintain spiritual life and health by only praying once in a while. That's not going to do the job. There was a commercial on television a number of years ago, Brill Cream, for a hair. It was a hair product. Brill Cream, a little dab will do you. Well, in this case, a little dab of prayer. That's not going to do you. You want your whole life to be a prayer. You want to be in constant communication with the Almighty. And that's why St. Paul wrote to the church at Thessalonica to pray without ceasing. Your whole life is set toward God and not away from him. And that's by the power of his holy word. As you go there and see what he's done for you and won for you, you're going to want to speak to the Lord in thanksgiving every single day, profusely thanking him for all that he has done and won for you. The psalmist once wrote, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. I don't know about you, but I'm going to celebrate this moment that forever enduring mercy of the Lord. Thanks for listening today. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, a peace that goes beyond all human understanding. Have a great week ahead. Be sure to go to church this weekend. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is a production of KFUO Radio. Christ for you anytime, anywhere since 1924. Text the letters KFUO to 41444 to join the legacy with your tax-deductible gift.